Hello, and welcome everybody back to your MPSA podcast. Uh, today for our podcast, our subject matter is best practices security relative to the home office. Um, I'm Ed Mosteller with Perform IT. Also on the call today, on the podcast today, we have Mitchell Philby, consultant of First Rock Consultant. We have Dominique Moyne with Clover Europe. We have Aldo Spensieri, a consultant with Mel Dan. And we also have Sarah Henderson with Clover. Um, as an international, and we do have, we have people from around the world on the call today, independent industry body, MPSA provides education, research, and best practices to help organizations actively manage and optimize their document output devices and related business processes. Um, the Education Committee, to make sure you're up to date with what's going on in the industry, and of course right now it's, it's a very difficult times and interesting times, um, it's our goal to share insights and expertise in a timely manner. So for that reason, we've been bringing hot topics to you via the podcast. Today, we want to discuss about security and the home office. We obviously um, work from home has become a major, major item. And in the output industry, it's, it's you know, something that we're not used to. And uh, security is, is going to be a major topic. So our guests today are from the MPSA Best Practices Committee. And we have Eric Crump from Ringdale, and Paul Peterson from Guy Brown. Um, they've created a white paper um, from that committee that's been out for a while, but they have now updated it based on work from home and security issues uh, dealing with that. So welcome, Eric and Paul, and we'll just jump into uh, some questions and uh, some some timely information from um, from Eric and Paul. Uh, thanks, Ed, uh, for that introduction. Um, Paul and Eric, uh, just a, a firstly a broad question. Um, this is Mitchell. Uh, I'd like to ask this question. What do you see as the three biggest issues, concerns, or challenges facing businesses when their staff are working from home today? Eric, uh, or should I? Because it's, it's uh, a great question. That's a great question, and it's something that we uh, tried to address with the white paper. And I really appreciate, uh, you know, it, it wasn't just Paul and I who put this thing together. It was, uh, you know, a network of, of professionals from the MPSA uh, that are volunteered uh, to take their time to augment the existing uh, security white paper that we already had. So it was really a team effort, um, and um, which is great to have experts uh, coming from different OEMs, coming from resellers, as well as ISVs. Uh, some of us competitors, you know, working together to, for the common good for uh, for the Managed Print Services Association and for the industry as a whole. So just really excited about that. Um, some of the things that I think uh, one of the goals of this paper is is to you know educate, right? So it's educate the resellers to be able to work with their uh, with their customers, and so education is huge and communication for companies to talk with their employees. Uh, we've been in this uh, rapid shift uh, from working in the office to working at home. 
And uh, that's a, a critical issue or concern is how are companies talking about how employees work with, you know, printed documentation um, in the work in the work from home environment. So I think that that's a critical thing is how do we uh, communicate that? Because we've seen a lot of issues, especially with phishing emails through the pandemic. And again, uh, education could really solve a lot of those problems before they, uh, they actually happened. Um, and so I think that's a, one of the major points. Uh, Paul, do you have another uh, number, uh, yeah. top three? Absolutely. I also, I mean, this, this paper took us a good uh, year and a half. Can you believe it to put together? But it was, I mean, the, the, the topic that is security is so broad. It's so involved. It's so complex. And to try and narrow it down to as short a document as possible is really, really difficult. But it really, truly is a very important topic to, to, to cover. And I think what a lot of people will struggle the biggest issues is that people don't know what they don't know when it comes to security because they don't see the printer necessarily in most organizations yes a lot of people talk about the fact that the printer is a security area where it can have a breach but at the same time they don't truly de uh, treat it with the same respect let's call it within with lack of a better terminology as a server or a, a laptop or a pc they still see the printer as well. It's just that silly machine that sits on the, on the shelf and prints out paper and not the risk that it truly poses to the organization. So I think that's the, the big one as well, Eric, that it's a underestimated area of risk by most um, uh, security officers within uh, customer organizations. And they truly just don't have the time to try and consider what is our security policy for printers. I need to make sure my security policy for my servers and my endpoint uh, laptops is is in place and, and firm and rock solid. Printers, that can wait, that can wait. I think oftentimes is the mindset. Now, when you go to work from home, my goodness, now you've got people that are out there, they're working from the cloud, they're not even necessarily working on a, a VPN, virtual private network, back into the organization, sometimes they are. And when you do have a VPN, that's a direct pipe back into your organization. So, it's an additional layer of complexity uh, that I think most organizations are struggling to get their arms around. Yeah, and I, and I think the kind of like a third issue around that is, you know, a lot of the surveys uh, with CureCirca based out of the UK, you know, they were, when they did some of their surveys, you know, from an office perspective, 87% of, um, of IT directors uh, or IT leaders said that, you know, print security was important but that's in the office. Essentially, nobody are, uh, have been managing printing and, and work from home environments at all. And now, because there's such a uh, large population of workers working from home now, uh, that's going to be something that they need to really plan for and look at, you know, the tools that they've been using uh, in the office environment. You know, how do we use those tools in this work from home environment? Because they're uh, based off Gartner's latest information, 47% of employees that have been moved into the work from home environment are gonna stay there permanently. So uh, companies are gonna have to look at what are the security and compliance tools that need to be running uh, in these work from home environments because those people aren't coming back to the office. And so they'll need to have a plan um, on how to do that. And again, they're in the retrofit mode right now and not in a kind of a reconfiguration or a redesign uh, for how work needs to go in the future. So this is the time now. It's not post-pandemic, it's during the pandemic. 
is when they need to start uh, identifying uh, what needs to be done. And that's a great, um, a great place to be for a reseller is to be that consultative person to understand what's on the market and how they can help those companies to overcome those, uh, those concerns. And, uh, and the white paper, again, has a lot of good ideas of areas to focus on, whether it's part of the fleet or whether it's part of documents or it's how users are using uh, you know, these devices in the work from home environment. And so it's um, hopefully they'll see this as a great resource to back up you know, those, those top three areas that we discussed. Thanks, uh, Eric and Paul. That nice insight to some of those challenges. Um, and it's a good segue to probably my next question, and it's probably referring to the rapid transition that you talked about, Paul. Um, and if there's maybe one example or two examples, that would be great. So when it comes to staff working from home, have businesses changed their business practice or policies in terms of how printing is being done by the staff at home? Yeah, interesting question. It would be it would be great to know if you know if we were to put a poll out there as to what people would respond, and if they were to respond, is it a case that they sent an email out to the entire population of their users saying, please do not stick a USB into your USB port because uh, that's a no-no, or did they implement software process uh, managed policy uh, aspects to control their user base? Because here's the reality, right? Is that printers don't print people do. Same thing as, uh, you know, printers are not a security risk, it's the person that configures or uses it inappropriately or incorrectly and not to any fault of their own, right? They're not technical wizards when it comes to these aspects. They are purely end users doing a job of work of administration. They don't need to know about the IT and security. So I think the reality is that a lot of companies need to realize that a broadcast email to their population will not solve the problem. They need to implement systems that they can control on the back end that is not requiring the end user to be on their LAN or their WAN. It needs to be a cloud-based situation that they can control um, to support their end users. And because the end user obviously doesn't want to create a breach, they don't do it purposefully. Uh, but I think a lot of the IT uh, departments uh, and these customers are struggling to find a way to still look after that while maintaining access to their servers that are clearly now running at you know over capacity because everyone's connecting to them remotely so where is the the priority and the biggest pain point um, and oftentimes to the point I made earlier is that printers tend to become further down the road and forgotten about because it's not that much of a, an issue until that first breach occurs. For sure. And one of the uh, other areas is, you know, once they print, what happens with that paper? He, uh, we were, uh, Ed and I were talking earlier about, you know, what happens? Do you shred it? Do you burn it? Do you, how do you, you know, dispose of these documents once they actually materialize in the office? And so, you know, it's, it's different uh, at, the, at the main office. Uh, you can have a collection point, but when you're working from home, you know, what do you do with those documents and how do we make sure that that happens? So if you have a majority of uh, financial services, customers are working from home, over 50% will, you know, in the future be working from home. Uh, healthcare workers, you know, over 37% of healthcare workers are gonna be working from home permanently uh, and other industries where they're having sensitive information uh, and they need, uh, based off of different regulations like HIPAA, GDPR, CCPA and, and uh, PEPITA and, and other things, know how do you uh, how do you make sure that you're handling that information correctly and so there's a there's lots of challenges that people haven't been thinking of that they they need to design 
um, you know, that uh, security by design policy uh, for the, the work environment at home. And Eric, the physical paper side is one thing, right? That's still to a degree in the control of the user because they can go and they can put it in a shredder, as you said, or burn it, whichever the choice of their preference is. But what they don't do is when a printer suddenly fails on them and it's not worth spending money on servicing it and, and, and fixing it, that ends up either probably in, in, in the rubbish bin outside ends up in the landfill, whatever the case may be, it doesn't go back through IT to have that hard drive that's got all the impressions on it, all the images scrubbed to make sure that no confidential information ends up on a landfill where someone else can go and harvest and collect that uh, personal information. Oftentimes, that's an oversight. Oh, for sure. And that's those are some things we talked about right in the white paper. We talk about yeah. you know the paper and the physical device as well as printing. And so, you know, the, again, again uh, for resellers that are kind of focused on that, there's a, you know, there's tons or loads of different services that you could be providing to your customer in this environment. And just don't think about the, the printing side like we talked about. It's what are all the other elements uh, to kind of build the case for uh, managing that work from home environment that the uh, your customer doesn't have time to think about it. So it's how do you put together that package of the key areas to be focused on their pain points based off their industry. And then, uh, yeah, and, and put together a, a total package. Thanks, uh, Eric and Paul, that's great. Uh, look, this is my final question. It's probably a question more to look over the horizon um, with respect to you know post-COVID. How do you think print security or policy needs to change in a post-COVID-19 environment going forward? That's a really great question. Eric, do you want to go? Because you've actually mentioned a lot of it already, Eric, like with regards to 47% of people not going back ever to the, the, the office, right? So one needs to look at this horizon. It's a, it's a reality. It's an inevitable. Um, and I really think it's a case of one has to deal with people being remote more often and not only doing core uh, administrative processes in the office. They need to realize it's all going to take place elsewhere. So how do you then control document security and all those aspects where you're not able to manage the person on that net? Because the reality is, right, a lot of bigger organizations and even smaller ones have not gone and fully enabled themselves in the cloud with, um, with cloud-based printing or a SharePoint environment or any of those aspects. So they've really put themselves in a difficult position to, uh, to flip-flop over into a virtual environment. Um, and I think those are the ones that are going to need a lot of help from the resellers to get some guidance of what are the quick wins that can assist a post-COVID environment because it is the reality. Oh, and especially when somebody has to pay a fine because, you know, there was some sort of, you know, breach. And so especially, like you were saying, as people are going to be working from home permanently, uh, it's how do you put that security by design approach uh, for the work from home environment like you have in the office? So the every uh, most organizations already have a defined way of printing with security and compliance uh, being considered. Some are doing, you know, secure printing. Some aren't. It, you know, I've even heard banks say, "Why would I pay for a solution that allows just allows me to print?" But you know, there's other side benefits around compliance tracking and security that they're not thinking about. But you know, it's it's coming together with what is the plan for that uh, from a, a HIPAA compliance for healthcare, uh, GDPR, you know, for Europe and the world actually uh, around uh, privacy. And uh, in the past, people haven't 
really been focused on that too much because I didn't think print was part of compliance uh, with these regulations, and it is. And so companies need to look at that and take a similar approach that they had for the work for the for the office, and look at how do they retrofit that or how is it fit for the work from home environment and use tools. Uh, and processes uh, like they've used in the office space and uh, use those um, for the work from home environment. There's a lot of solutions today that already have these capabilities and resellers, they don't already know about it, need to uh, work together with their service providers or the, the ISV that they work for, work with, their independent uh, software uh, vendor that they work with to understand what are some ways to uh, you know help build this vision for a policy for the future and working hand in hand to, uh, to, to deliver that. Hi, gentlemen, this is Aldo. Um, really great content, and you've already answered a lot of uh, some of my questions that I had. So let me let me just ask one uh, you know, based on, on what you've said. Um, we know that you know companies are looking at security and, and looking at the printed document, and especially the printed document at home. You already talked about shredding or destroying or burning, Paul. Um, but I, there are also er or times when a home user has to print to a printer that's in a remote location in a secure fashion. Do you know what they're using? Uh, you know what type of uh, solutions they're using? Is it? electronic content management or ECM solutions. Do you have an idea of how they're going about creating that security around that document? There's actually a couple of different ways to do that. A lot of companies are trying to actually maybe go away from printing it at all as a physical document, maybe printing it as a PDF and, uh, and then putting it through a workflow. So that's definitely one way that companies are trying to digitize the, the work from a home environment, which kind of eliminates printing um, in, in hard copy and that allows you know some controls to be added to those electronic documents and use those into uh, content management systems or uh, other systems that those organizations have. Um, other ways to actually print, there are print management uh, solutions available today in the market like Ringdale as well as others um, that allow users to print from their work from home environment and then essentially do a drive-by to the office to collect those print jobs. And they can either you know, use their badge and, and release the print job when they're in the office, or they could delegate uh, printing to um, kind of like a, a print desk, if you will, and have that person to release those print jobs for those users. And then when they come do a drive-by, they just get the documents. They don't have to go in the office, release the jobs and, you know, and print the jobs. Those jobs can be already available to them or they can be mailed to them. So again, it just depends on the workflow and where those people are located, um, and and really avoid you know going to Staples and you know providing documents uh, in an unsafe environment, uh, or to an office superstore somewhere where they have print services. So um, yeah, so there's there are software solutions available today. Um, most of the print management companies uh, can do something like that. And uh, and if and if uh, if a reseller is already selling something today, definitely talk to your existing uh, provider. If not, you know, uh, definitely do the research and find what uh, what solutions work best for your customers and for your uh, and for your uh, company to be uh, successful and competitive in this uh, new environment that we're in. New environment, new normal, right? Yeah, so sir. I'm guessing. <laughs> so I'm guessing a lot of this now is going to have to be. Uh, 
memorialized in, in a, a print policy or a new procedure? You know, how is that information going to get back to the employees? Yeah, you know, let me, let me, if I may, grab that one, Eric. You know, with any new print policy, or oftentimes you ask a company or customer, what is your print policy? And they said, what are you talking about? We don't have a print policy. Well, you know, it is required. It is necessary, right? But the reality is, is that any policy, whether it be a security policy, a print policy, an email conduct policy, whatever it may be, is worthless if you purely create it in a document and you publish it to a SharePoint site or you email it around to everybody and say, please comply, when if you don't have any software or tool to implement that, um, that policy and maintain the policy. Because people are people and we don't have great memories. And when it is that time that we do need to remember that particular aspect so that we don't create uh, an issue or a, an opportunity of breach for the organization, we're not going to remember it, right? Because that's it's the nature of most human beings. So you do need a tool or system to assist the end user environment to not make those mistakes. And one of the things that we've been really focused on is how do you, how do you provide uh, non-intrusive tools so that people can work the way they always worked, uh, but these things are happening in the background so that they don't you know, they don't necessarily even have to know that these things are happening. So, yeah. you know, nobody knows that uh, people are being tracking their emails, right? They're looking at content in their emails and all those things. Most people don't realize that companies are doing that. And so for print, we could do uh, something very similar just to try to, you know, eliminate having to tell them that it's happening, uh, but getting all the benefits there. Thank you. Dominique, do you have a few questions for our, uh, for our experts here? Uh, yes. Um, first, um, I just would like to know if now we can say that home office printing is part of managed print services project because before um, office printing was not part of NPS project. I would say absolutely it is and should be, right? Uh, because there is all the ways possible to achieve remote working and um, uh, printing that is not within the office and within on the, I mentioning it again, on the LAN or on the WAN. But the reality is, is that remote offices can still be controlled and measured and uh, reporting done on what's been taken place elsewhere. Uh, so it should very much be a part of a management service. Just the only dynamic that really changes is that on the uh, reseller, essentially, is that there is, you know, the engineer is now not going to a single facility and being able to look after, say, 10, 20, maybe 30 devices in one footprints, they would have to go to multiple sites to assist multiple users with the same kinds of issues. So that's really, I would see the dynamic change and would obviously uh, require a very different sales strategy and possibly even a pricing strategy around how do you still provide that white glove service to support the end users with devices that are not central work group devices. Oh, for sure, and and definitely resellers need to make it part of an NPS, you know, proposal, right? Because as all the pa as pages are 
are leaving the office and going to, um, you know, not all of them are going to a work from home environment because people are printing less, we think. But, um, you know, it's how do you get every page and how do you take advantage of the that lost opportunity in the office, which is a new opportunity in the work from home environment. So uh, it, it, it should be part of the strategy and, and uh, resellers need to look at, you know, what do they already have and their portfolio to be able to, um, you know, to meet that demand. And then if they have gaps in that um, in their portfolio, they need to look at how do they plug them in or partnerships they need to make in order to get there. We've seen OEMs, you know, partner with other OEMs because they don't have products that fit in the very low end that fit well in a work from home environment. So we're seeing maybe some unnatural things happen, happening um, in the marketplace. And I think that that's, uh, we need to start getting very creative on, you know, how do we do that? And again, do we do, you know, device, um, uh, disposal services now and document disposal services and other things as well uh, that uh, some uh, industries are going to want. Okay, and um, the question is um, how can an organization control that uh, is employee can print in a complete uh, security uh, situation in a home office? Probably one of the best ways, Eric, if I may start off with this one, sorry, is that one of the, probably the best ways to do it is that if one is going to uh, allow workers to work from home and print from home, is to provide devices that they would pre-configure uh, at a centralized location so they can make sure that the IP authorizations are in place or the protocols are blocked, all those different settings are in place and then they ship that device off to the end user to make use of. That would be a first and probably best case scenario to achieve that, because now they've got the best control. Outside of that, they would probably have to have an aspect of, these are the prescribed devices that the IT department or the business say, yes, you should uh, make use of at home because it's most cost effective, number one. It gives you the best business process optimization uh, capabilities. But then if it is purchased outside of it going through the IT department or the reseller initially, is that there is a remote uh, session that is conducted to get onto that end user's machine and configure the printer on their behalf. Those are some of the options that uh, a reseller could look at. And again, another great value add of some white glove um, uh, support on saying, we can do this for you, Mr. Customer, rather let your IT support people deal with other elements and our engineers can assist them on the, on the printer configurations. Or, one last one, buy it from us being the reseller uh, who's providing the, the equipment, and we will pre-configure it according to your policies and, and expectations and make sure that all the printouts and supporting documentation of those criteria are, are captured and sent to the IT department for their records before the device is shipped to the end user. Sorry, Eric. No, no, you're fine. No, and I was wanted to just add is, you know, complete security is kind of a myth, right? Because in the office, you know, in the before the pandemic, uh, there about 68% of organizations said they had a breach uh, of printing in the office. So, you know, if if it's that high in the in the um, in the office, you can imagine it's probably could be a lot higher uh, in the work from home environment and. Uh, before the before COVID, um, internal threat was was uh, one of the major uh, 
threats for security for printing. I think 58% of the threat was internal threat. So you can imagine with COVID, when we're uh, with furloughs and layoffs and uh, and just the COVID complexity and don't want to be uh, Debbie Downer here, but that's this is what's happening with people is there um, the, the opportunity for disgruntled employees is even higher than ever to you know have a security breach with information and when they're at home and information isn't managed and uh, and processes aren't being monitored it's just it's probably a bigger mess than everybody really knows and so by making sure that the right kind of tools are in place uh, to take care of that is going to be very important. And again, like um, Paul was saying, you got to make it easy. You can't, otherwise they're going to find a way to do it a different way, you know, to print. So they might, you know, copy files on USB sticks, put it on their other, their personal computer and start print it. They might email, you know, documents to uh, to their Gmail account or whatever a personal account. And so all of a sudden this company confidential information gets out because the, the policy is too strict or too hard for them to be productive to do what they need to do. So it's really just it's looking at, you know, you know, how to put the right policies in place to to watch that. So. And uh, my last question is uh, about uh, GDPR. Um, should this be taken into account when printing in home office? how or what because to be honest we know that all the family is using the same printer eric i think you're in a much better position to answer this one <laughs> yeah that's that's actually pretty interesting as we've been going through this and i've been talking with different managed print services providers this has been like the number one question is how um especially when it when multiple people are printing to the same printer so um, you know, how do you secure that and how do you maintain that? So um, the good news is um, as you're printing from your PC to the printer, at least the information for tracking, you can take care of that at least on the on the company PC. So there are tools that you can put agents, uh, software agents that are, you know, small, non-intrusive, and usually the users don't see them, that can do all the tracking and everything that you would need to do that's re essentially required. Uh, with GDPR, uh, CCPA, PEPIDA, uh, and other uh, regulations around the world to understand what people are doing, you know, what kind of activity. Obviously, in France and Germany and other countries, the laws are, are a little bit different on what you can and can't track. Uh, but at the end of the day, you may not be able to track the, uh, the name of the file of the print job people are printing, or you may not be able to track the person. It's, it's going to be different, and that's what, where a reseller in those different regions or an OEM or, or managed print services provider needs to understand that so they can provide the right solution. Uh, but at least you can identify, you know, people that are printing, you know, a thousand pages a month or more than that and say, this activity is a little bit different. And so by having this secure by design policy um, is to be able to track that. Also, if you, uh, one of the other things with GDPR and the other regulations is, uh, which is recommended is encrypting information. So encrypting the information coming from the work from home environment uh, back to the to a data center or to uh, a private cloud or uh, some environment like that, you'll want to make sure that information is encrypted uh, for that tracking information as well. So there's lots of things to look at. Uh, and again, there's lots of, uh, of good tools on the market to um, help make sure that it's compliant. And just looking at what they're already doing, 
So uh, GDPR has been, um, it's relatively new, but there's been, especially in Europe, a lot of privacy laws already in place for a long time, uh, focusing on uh, um, data privacy and, and print. Uh, GDPR has put a lot more uh, teeth in it, just from the uh, from a fine perspective. Um, but yeah, those principles that they've been putting in place at the work and the and the workplace in the office, those those same principles staying true in the work from home environment, especially as we said, 47% of these workers are going to be working permanently at home. So that has to be addressed. Um, HIPAA, per, for example, in the states. Um, if you look at some of the HIPAA violations, a lot of them are workers taking, you know, print documents from work to home or using them in the home and having other people actually, maybe it's a, a husband or wife that's, or a partner that's, um, you know, disgruntled with their wife or they might, or they might see the document and say, oh, wow, let me take that information because I'm going to use that to my benefit. So, um, you know, all the same concerns uh, are there for the work from home environment and you know seeing how many policies can transfer from the office to the home is important but there's going to be more because it's a different environment because it's not locked down like what we have uh, in the in the office and actually that one more thing on that is um, what i found is that when you when as a reseller talking to the customer I have I've had several customers that uh, the IT department uh, the IT director comes says look I have two minutes to talk to you, and I'm like okay and they're like um, our compliance officer has asked can we track everything that we print, and I said how many years have you used our solution uh, three years, you have three years worth of print tracking data to tell your compliance officer that you're tracking all that information and you can go back at any time. And identify potential, you know, risk or when things happen at a certain time. Immediately, I will go ahead and renew the contract for two more years. It wasn't a, you know, solution sale. It wasn't about price. It was about are you solving my problem? So, right now, uh, large organ, mid market, large organizations have this kind of GDPR pro uh, problem, you know, regulatory compliance problem. And if you can deliver a solution that matches that for the home office, I can tell you it's not going to be, you know, a price battle. It's going to be at you're solving this problem. Maybe that I didn't even realize um, so because they're not managing print in the home. Well, thanks, Eric and Paul. That's a lot of really good information. And um, and I think what what would really be helpful is for um, dealers and interested people to be able to go review the white paper. I know it's uh, it's a it's a pretty uh, meaty document, but uh, how would how would someone go about getting their hands on the white paper and getting a lot of these good advice that you guys talked about today? Yeah. So um, the so the good news is we are making the white paper generally available to members and non-members of the MPSA. So that's uh, we think that's especially during these uh, times that we're in right now. It's important to get the industry, um, you know, create some uh, have some creative ideas out there in the market. Make sure people don't leave uh, any stone unturned and really look at any opportunity and every opportunity and their managed print services uh, proposals and their business. Uh, again, I, I wanna thank uh, 
everyone on the team uh, that we had to participate and, and give their uh, expertise uh, to the white paper. So I really appreciate that. And I really encourage anyone who isn't part of the MPSA or who isn't part of one of these committees is really to sign up because we're only as good as the members that we have. And we really, uh, we know there's a lots of great um, uh, experts out there that uh, we could add a lot of value to our industry uh, and to, to these committees. Um, so this white paper will be available uh, on your mpsa.org, our website. Uh, so it'll be, again, it'll be available um, for free for everyone. And so we really recommend everybody to go out there and uh, take a look at it. It's 51 pages, I, I think, is uh, the final number count. So it's uh, definitely a lot of information uh, and hopefully a lot of ideas to help uh, grow everybody's business and to grow and grow this industry and to kind of take advantage of this new opportunity that's in front of us uh, with this uh, changing environment. Thanks, Eric. Well, um, with that, we'll wrap up this podcast. I think, again, some, some great information um, in a very timely subject. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to get out there and, and review the paper and, and have a lot of benefit from it. So thanks again, everyone.